Ivory Emerald Productions presents Tall Tales from a Short Memory, narrated by Bill Nealon and Sharika Shim. Cairo Days, Brewer and Ludwig. Every gym has a couple of jokers. Pat Brewer and John Ludwig were two of the best. If you knew them, that quick glance accompanied by an impassive face signified the prank was on. I was one of the lucky few they let in on it. For some reason, they really liked me, which made me very happy not to be the target of their jokes. Both were big, burly guys, successful businessmen, and charming enough to the extent they could dupe you into anything. In fact, they were so slick, you might never know you were the subject of their prank because they never really told you. During the height of the very popular and televised Georgia Championship Wrestling in the 1970s, Atlanta lit up like a light bulb. We like to play our pranks on the hotel guests and watch their reactions. So, on Friday afternoons, Pat Brewer, who could easily be mistaken for one of these wrestling stars on TV, he would start bench pressing to get a good pump going. Then he'd quickly retreat to the locker room, take off his shirt, and pull out his black luchador mask and put it on. Pat would return to the weight room, bouncing his pecs up and down, grimacing in the mirror. We knew the drill. A prank was going to take place, and we were all in on it. El Mongo in the house! Brewer would roar to the hotel guests using the health club. Mongo feels strong! Be Spot Mongo! Hotel guests, seeing this spectacle, became nervous and uncertain. Don't you know who that is? That's El Mongo, the professional wrestler. You'll be all right. Just don't look him directly in the eyes. He's got a big match coming up this weekend. Cairo craftily chimed in. He was in on it, too. Brewer's voice boomed as he prowled around the weight room, ranting as to how he was going to detach Dick the Brewer's limbs. We were all well-practiced in keeping a straight face, but it was hard to do when I'd watch the guests quickly move out of Brewer's way when he walked in their direction. Meanwhile, John Ludwig is chastising a hotel guest for grabbing a towel from two identical stacks, warning, Those are ladies' towels. Put it back. Take one of the men's towels in the stack right next to it. <laughs> the towels were identical. Unless you were on the inner circle, nobody was safe. On one occasion at the nearby mall in J.C. Penney's, the two guys were killing time during their lunch hour. Dressed in business suits, they appeared as two very important people. Brewer asked the young girl in the men's department an innocent question. Well, the girl responded with a flippant remark. He glanced at Ludwig, who without hesitation quickly pulled out a pen and paper and proceeded to write something down. Then Brewer briskly paced through the men's department, pointing out pants that weren't hung up on the rack. He went over to the mirror and pointed out smudges on it, and then he walked into the fitting rooms. He came out a minute or two later with a frown on his face, and right behind him was Ludwig, furiously writing on this pad of paper. And he continued to follow Brewer all around the men's department till Brewer returned where he started. He strolls up to the young girl, and with a scrutinizing stare, he asks her, Miss, where's your name tag? The girl, self-conscious and embarrassed, stutters, Oh, I, I, I must have left it in my car. The final, exquisitely timed glance at Ludwig seals the girl's current nightmare. I'm sure she thought they were owners of the company. The look on her face was priceless as she watched them walk out of the store. Whistling, Ludwig suggests they grab a bite to eat. Another victim falls prey 
to the mischievous duo of Brewer and Ludwig. 